How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back breaking down and giving you guys our three key positional matchups in Bears versus Vikings. The Bears face the Minnesota Vikings back home at Soldier Field on November 16th, Monday Night Football. The 3-5 and five Vikings versus the 5-4 and four Bears, a crucial game for the pathway uh, to the playoffs for both of these teams, even though it doesn't look great for Minnesota, but it is a big game for the Bears. So we're going to be giving you guys our three key matchups that the Bears have to take advantage of if they would like to win in week 10 and get off this losing streak that they are currently on. I'm your host, Chris Malpe, and today to share these matchups with you guys, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parshaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys? Doing pretty good. Uh, just another day in quarantine for me. Just counting down the days till I'm out, basically. Uh, same here. But I said counting down the days till I'm out of quarantine. I'm counting down the days to the NBA draft for the Bulls. Uh, but I, that's that's a whole different sport. But you know, let's talk some Bears football. But that's basically what I've been preparing for. Yeah, uh, NBA draft coming here soon. The Bulls will have the fourth pick. That's very exciting. Hopefully, they can turn it around very soon. But we are here to talk about Bears versus Vikings. There's a lot to break down. The Vikings obviously haven't beaten the Bears since December 31st, 2017, something Parth likes to talk about a lot, and I'm sure this isn't the last time you're going to hear it from me or him this week. But we're going to kick it off with Jalen here. If you guys don't know how three key factors works, uh, excuse me, three key matchups works for us. Um, I'm so used to calling it factors because that's what we did last year, but we give an offensive, a defensive, and an overarching matchup. Uh, obviously, the overarching one is going to be the one that's most important if the Bears want to win the game. And with our offensive matchup today, Jalen McClinton's got it. So, Jalen, what is your offensive matchup in Week 10 that the Bears need to take advantage of? Uh, so, I feel like that the Bears definitely need to take advantage of the Vikings' young secondary. They've given up uh, 287 uh, yards uh, passing or allowed – or other quarterbacks have averaged 287 yards per game against their uh, their secondary. So I don't even feel like we sh- we should attack them. You know, Allen Robinson, he's top, he's definitely top ten in, in, in receiving yards. You know, I know he's still frustrated about his contract, but I definitely feel like he can have have a big game against him. He's played well these last couple weeks uh, when throwing the ball to Darnell Mooney's. He's uh, progressing as time goes goes along. He's getting more targets and uh and receptions per game. And in Anthony Miller without Javon Wims. Uh, he's played more snaps and, and got more catches. You know, we did see him get a, a crucial, uh, give up a crucial fumble um, against the Titans, but uh, he still had a very decent game. I think he had um, 60, 60 yards or something like that. So um, I definitely feel like we need to attack their young secondary. They have a lot of rookies. You know, we've seen them lose Xavier Rhodes. Uh, they drafted Jeff Gladney out of TCU with their first-round pick. They have Chris Boyd, who I know, uh, personally a lot of Bears fans don't like just because of some of the stuff we do. So if we can see Darnell Mooney or Anthony <laughs> Miller burn him uh, once or twice, um, I definitely won't be mad about that. And then they also uh, have a, a rookie in Cameron Dantzler. You know, he's pra- he's practiced uh, today. He was out the last couple weeks with a neck injury, um, which was scary that he suffered against the, the Packers, I think that was. So. Um, they they've, they haven't done the best giving up. A lot. They haven't done the best against a lot of wide receivers. Um, two weeks ago, they gave up uh, fifty. They uh, Devontae Adams only had fifty three yards, but he uh, had three touchdowns. So they've they've given up a lot of touchdowns to wide receivers. You know, the last time they lost a the game, they gave up one hundred and seventy seven yards to Julio. Julio, excuse me, sixty five to Russell Gage, and uh, also like sixty one to Calvin Ridley. So if we can, if Nick Foles can have time in the pocket. 
um, and, and be able to attack their, their young corners against our wide receivers. You know, they still have a lot of playmakers in that secondary with Harrison Smith, who's one of the best uh, safeties in the league. He's, he's been around a very long time. He's played well. And they also have uh, Anthony Harris, who's, uh, who's who's a ball hawk. He, you know, he nabbed six interceptions last season, which was tied for first, uh, or it was up there uh, for league leading. So um, I'm not confident that this offense can do that because we've talked about this multiple times on how uh, taking advantage of a secondary or a weak defense, and we just haven't seen – uh, our quarterback have enough time in the pocket to do that, but um, this this Minnesota Vikings defense isn't the best. You know, neither was the Titans, but the Titans have a lot of good names on that on that defense. The Vikings don't, so um, hopefully we, we can take advantage of that secondary and uh, put up a lot of points. Yeah, we're gonna hope that the Bears can have some of their offensive linemen back this week. It doesn't look promising right now. Uh, Jason Spriggs was activated from the COVID nineteen list but he was limited, or uh, actually, no, I believe out today in practice with a knee injury. Sam Mustafer also out with a knee injury. We don't know what's up with Cody Whitehair, but having w- even one of those guys back would be huge for how poorly this offensive line played last week. It's going to be huge that the Bears' wide receivers step up in this one, though. I agree with you, Jalen. Through Week 9, Allen Robinson is 6th in the league with receiving yards, 712 to be exact. He's also tied for 2nd in the league in total targets with 86 and leads the league in contested catches with 14. Taking a look at Darnell Mooney, he's also had quite the year. 11.2 yards per reception. He's also had a 50-yard catch. We've seen the Fal- uh, the Falcons. Uh, we've seen the Vikings give up a, a, a couple very generous deep balls throughout the season to guys like Julio Jones and Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley, as you mentioned earlier. And They've struggled against big play wide receivers throughout the season. I think Mooney's ready for the test. He's had 31 receptions for 348 yards, also two scores. It would be nice to see him get back in the end zone this week. Parth Shaw has the defensive matchup uh, of this game. You know, something that's really important to take a look at before I pass it to you, Parth. Jalen Johnson has allowed a passer rating of 61.8 this year, the eighth best in the league. He also currently leads all eligible defensive backs with 12 pass breakups. And then you take a look at the rest of the Bears' secondary. I mean, oh my goodness, they've been playing well, whether or not you think so. They are currently third in the league at defending against opposing wide receivers per ESPN. I think Kyle Jack. Kyle Fuller and Eddie Jackson have both been playing all pro level football this season. I think they're going to earn those honors in just a couple of weeks in regards to Eddie Jackson. Sure. He hasn't been filling up the stat sheet, but that's because no one throws at him. And if that was a stat on its own, I'm sure he would be leading that category. So I think you can tell where I'm heading with parts defensive matchup of this game, but take it away, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I got the bears cornerbacks versus the Vikings wide receivers. If we look at the Vikings wide receivers, uh, you know, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson stand out too. Uh, a top deal duo in the league already. Uh, you know, Jefferson is a rookie out of LSU, but he's been playing really well. And he replaced Stephon Diggs, I think, just as good. Uh, you know, I think there could have been no better replacement for Stephon Diggs. Um, Jefferson has been an impressive rookie, but so has uh, Jalen Johnson. Like you said, he's allowed a pass rating of 61.8, which is eighth best in the NFL. You know, Kyle Fuller uh, with him as well, who's been a stud all year. I think he's playing top five cornerback football at the moment. You know, his coverage skills have improved drastically again. I think he's get, he's gotten better every year since he's entered the league, especially the year the Bears signed him. Ever since that, he's been all pro. Uh, and then, like you said, uh, safeties. Uh, we have Eddie Jackson, who's who's an all pro, and Sean Gibson, who leads the Bears in uh, interceptions at the moment, but if we look at Jefferson and Thielen's stats, uh, Justin Jefferson has 627 yards, 
uh, and three touchdowns this year so far and three games gone over 100 plus yards. He definitely has that big play mentality and that big play game. Uh, he can have a big game out of nowhere, something the Bears definitely need to contain because uh, he can get explosive through the slot. And then Adam Thielen has seven touchdowns on the year with 480 yards receiving. Uh, re- big red zone target. Um, he's not as big or anything, but he's got the speed and he's a great route runner. Uh, I think that's he's very underrated, and that's why he gets a lot of looks in the red zone, and that's why he's sitting at seven touchdowns eight games through the season. Yeah, uh, Justin Jefferson has averaged 78.4 receiving yards per game. He's also caught 77.3% of balls that have come his way. He has 18.4 yards per reception. I'm really excited to see him go toe-to-toe with Jalen Johnson, two of the best rookies in the league right now, both vying for the positional player or positional rookie of the year at their positions. That should be quite the battle. I'm excited to see it. Um, And, you know, if the Bears can stop Dalvin Cook, which is going to be quite the task, um, they're going to put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands. And I like the Bears' odds with the ball in Cousins' hands rather than in Cook's hands. And I think you can tell where I'm going with my overarching matchup in this game. The Bears held Derrick Henry to only 68 rushing yards last week on 21 rushes, his lowest production and yards per carry on the season. Dalvin Cook of the Vikings is averaging six yards per carry in his seven games played this season, as well as 122.6 rushing yards per game, and he has totaled 12 touchdowns on the season. Cook also has 1,031 yards from scrimmage in 2020, second to only Alvin Kamara, someone who we saw tear up the Bears in Week 8 by five yards, and Kamara has also played another game than Cook, so quite the impressive stat there. Cook leads the NFL in rushing first downs with 48 and 20, and he has 25 rushes of 10 plus yards on the season, which also ranks first in the league. Over the last two games, Cook has rushed for 369 yards and totaled six rushing touchdowns. He has 12 rushing touchdowns through the team's first eight games of the season. That is tied for the eighth most in league history in eight games since 1950. Um, you know, he's been going off and taking a look at some other running backs who have won MVP in the past. You take a look at Adrian Peterson in 2012, 136 carries, 632 yards, three touchdowns, 787 yards from scrimmage through his first eight games, um, excuse me, seven games. LaDainian Tomlinson in 2006, 150 carries, 656 yards, six touchdowns, 959 yards from scrimmage. And then Cook this year in the same amount of games, 144 carries, 858 rushing yards, 12 touchdowns, and 1,031 yards from scrimmage. Cook leads the league in rushing yards since 2019 and is only second in, uh, in uh, I believe, uh, touchdowns behind Derrick Henry. You know, you take a look, luckily for the Bears, at how Dalvin Cook has performed against them in the past in his career numbers in three games. He has 34 carries for 86 yards and one touchdown and only 13 receptions for 54 yards and no scores. Dalvin Cook has been held to under 90 all-purpose yards four times in his career now, three times against the Bears, and obviously you take a look now, they do not have Eddie Goldman, but Bilal Nichols has been better recently. We've seen a resurgence so far this season from Danny Trevathan as well as Roquan Smith. These guys are going to have to step up, and the Bears are going to have a very good shot to win this one if they can get the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands, who has thrown 10 interceptions in eight games. 
my overarching matchup of this game, it's pretty simple. You have to stop Dalvin Cook, and if you can't stop him, you have to neutralize him to some point. We've seen the Bears struggle against the run this season. Have they gotten a little bit better? Yes. I think they now are up to an above-average rushing defense in the league. But it is still probably their weakness defensively. Cook has been going off, is is probably the front runner right now for offensive player of the year, and might even be in that MVP candidacy. So he's been really scary recently, and I think if the Bears want a chance to win this one, it's obvious. They've got to slow him down, and they have to put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands. Someone who's 0-9 on Monday Night Football also hasn't beaten the Bears, uh, maybe not since he arrived in Minnesota. I'm not sure when the last time he beat the Bears was, maybe in his first game as a Viking against Chicago, but he's been very poor when primetime comes up, and he also just hasn't performed well against the Bears. They've had his number for quite some time, so stopping Dalvin Cook is going to be the overarching matchup of this game. A little bit shorter of an episode for us this time, guys, but thank you so much for listening to our Week 10 installment of Three Key Matchups. If you want more content from us, do us a favor, head over to our website, beardown.com. You can find columns, articles, and blogs up there. We're posting a ton of content to try and get you guys ready for the Bears' Week 10 matchup against the Vikings. So if you have some extra time, head over to our website. We are going to be doing a November giveaway soon, probably announcing that. Within the next week, we always give away great things. So if you would like to enter those giveaways, which are free to enter, you can head over to our website. Excuse me, you cannot head over to our website. Almost double promoted there. You can find us on both Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. Uh, there's going to be a ton of ways for you guys to enter, and we're going to be giving stuff back to you guys as much as we can because we appreciate the support you guys give us. Finally, down in the description, if you would like to check it out, you can find the links to all of our social media, both our Instagrams and our Twitters. We're super active on there, and it's a great way to get in touch with us and interact with us. Guys, big Week 10 game coming up soon. The week has already flown. I move out of college in a week. Park's going to be home soon. The NFL season speeds up the year so much, and we're already more than halfway through. So, Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, any last words before we close this one out? Yeah, like you said, it's already week eight. We're already halfway through the season. It's week we're 10, half- my friend. Oh, week 10. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, it speeds up on you. Uh, we're already halfway through November. Christmas is around the corner. Thanksgiving's in the week. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Thanksgiving break, uh, Christmas break and all that. But, you know, I got finals coming up right now. That's what I'm and hopefully, about. hopefully watching some winning Bears football while we're hopefully. Yeah, that's for sure. That would be nice. It'd be nice to have that as the holidays come by, you know, some Bears wins and a playoff push. Yeah, same here. Uh, I would love that. The boys come home soon. So uh, we definitely probably going to link up watching game together. Uh, hopefully not rage, but. Uh, that's about it. Thank you guys for watching, and I'll be down. Yeah, hopefully when we get home, we can either watch a game together or start doing live streams. It's a little bit tough when me and Parther at college should be able to do that, but it's something we wanted to do for a while. We also might end up getting to a game if we end up heading to Jacksonville. So there's a lot of fun things we have planned this fall in this winter, and uh, we're going to definitely keep you guys in the loop. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll be back with Fan Mail Friday coming at you guys tomorrow, continuing our Week 10 coverage, and we will see you there. Peace.